0: Hi, I'm Paul Mex, and you've landed on Planet X every Thursday night at 11.30 on Community Radio 3CR.
1: Hi. Dr. Gonzo. And this one's introduced by is a 60 minute program where we listen to tracks from an album introduced by the artist who made the album. Thanks for listening and this one's introduced by You're probably unfamiliar with an English musician who goes by the name of Mex. I was until I stumbled upon one of his albums on the internet recently. Mex is the artist I'm presenting on this edition of and this one's introduced by. He kindly sent me an informative and entertaining biography entitled Off-Kilter Music for the Disaffected. I'd like to introduce the artist Mex by reading it to you. Originating from the invasion throes of 1970s British punk and landing befittingly into an energised DIY indie setting came Mechs, releasing several recordings from 1980 until 1984, thereafter taking a hiatus until the 21st century. For the two decades afterwards, Mex was locked away and immersed in almost anonymous studio productions that have seen him associated with an assortment of bizarre artists, including the likes of sadly departed pop supremo George Michael to the avant-garde of ex-Soft Machine member Robert Wyatt. Re-emergence as an artist in his own right struck in 2014 with the release of Dr Jekyll and Mrs Hyde, an album featuring Porcupine Trees' Colin Edwin and, amongst others, Dr Feelgood guitarist Gordon Russell. It all began after several 70s punk skirmishes, whereby Mex's sound started to disconnectedly find itself with the debut release of alternative pop music in 1980. The recording preserves the anarchic free spirit that surfaced from punk but with art soundscapes and experimental textures akin to kraut rock mixed with an alternative funk dub. For all these years, that album has remained a firm favourite on the underground scene to the disaffected in the know-how. 1981 saw the follow-up, Intense Living, with its collage cut-up, cold graveyard cover set against a New York skyline and songs innocently depicting mankind's dark future. The experimental textures remain, yet with a hefty wash of melody over the top. This was to be the last album Mex would release until the 21st century. A collision of personal life events and underground interest for, the, for that past era enticed and inspired Mex to pick up where all was left off, resurfacing again as an artist with that old cliché saying, springing to mind, better late than never. Everything goes full circle, perhaps... I'm Paul Elliott, here on Planet X, with And This One's Introduced By, on 3CR.
0: My name is Paul Max, and I've just landed here on Planet X, and I'll be here for this week's edition of And This One's Introduced By, where we'll be listening to a little bit of a retrospective from the four albums I've made across the years. The first album, Alternative Pop Music, first came out in 1980, with the second one coming out in 1981. And then there's a huge gap, with the next one not coming out until 2014. And that's not because I'm lazy, it's because I was recording lots of other artists. In that interim period, I recorded a whole host of artists, ranging from Toya Wilcox, Frankie Howard, Robert Wyatt, right up to george michael and in a lot of ways i ended up recording lots of other people because that was my first love recording which is partly why i made the first album alternative pop music which was done really really primitively with two cassette machines a really dodgy drum machine a guitar bass and a kind of Bontempi organ But leading up to that point, I'd witnessed the Sex Pistols in 1976 in London. And that kind of just opened the doors in terms of giving one confidence. You know, because I was never going to be able to play guitar like Eric Clapton. Not that I actually wanted to play guitar like Eric Clapton. And so alternative pop music was my first... Sort of venture into recording after being in some punk bands and post-punk bands and I made the whole album alone in my little bedroom and on hindsight it's very naive and primitive but people have told me it's got a charm and the first track I'm going to play from that album here on Planet X still has a little bit of a a punk rock feel to it and it's entitled The Valley of Mystery. There you go, that's the Valley of Mystery here on Radio X with me Paul Mex, playing tracks from my first album, Alternative Pop Music, which came out in 1980 and as you could hear there, very very primitive, in fact now I've heard that track I recall that I didn't actually have a drum machine, it was a built-in rhythm machine on the Bun Tempi organ that didn't do any variation or anything you couldn't do anything with it you just pushed it on and off and that was it and it just played the beat uh, you could speed it up and slow it down but that's all it all it did but it's got a certain feel to it all and it certainly captures youth and uh, the immediacy of youth and the fun of youth where there's not a care in the world and the next track we're going to play from alternative pop music is another kind of punky type song and it's called danger <laughs> I'm Paul Max from England here today on Community Radio 3CR and you're listening to and this one's introduced by where we're having a little bit of a retrospective of the four albums I've made from the period of 1980 to 2017 and you just heard Danger from my first album Alternative Pop Music and now we're going to play another track from that same album and it's fair to say that I was listening to a lot of Joy Division at that time and they had a big influence on me especially Ian Curtis's voice and I wasn't really a singer I'm still not a singer in fact I hate singing which we'll touch upon more later but you can definitely hear some of the influence of Ian Curtis's voice on this next track and in 1980 when this came out I was still a teenager just so all those strange emotions you have as a teenager and all the angst and confusion it's possibly in this album that place where you're trying to find yourself in the world and find out who you are what you are where you're going, I still don't know by the way. And this song is called Into the Eyes, which I think, I'm not sure, it was a long time ago after all, was loosely based around my girlfriend of the time. Although I did tend to just make lyrics up on the spot, and everything was very, very immediate. I didn't really do second takes or anything, so it really was just like whatever comes out is going to be the recording. So without further ado, let's go into Into the Eyes. <laughs> Paul Mex on this week's edition of and this one's introduced by where you just heard into the eyes by me Paul Mex and that was taken from my first album which incidentally came out on cassette back in 1980 and would you believe it we've still got some available for sale on my website so if anybody's still got a cassette machine and wants a copy just visit www.mex.pm and a shiny cassette of alternative pop music could be yours I hasten to add that for these modern times there's also a CD version. And So now we're going to move on to my second album which came out in 1981 and this was called Intense Living and I actually had a little bit of help with this one from one of my friends, a guy called Cliff Silver and anybody who's a big post-punk fan and really knows their stuff will know that Cliff Silver was the bassist in the British band Sad Lovers and Giants and on this album Cliff mainly tackled the keyboard parts synthesizers in fact he was the first person I knew who ever had a synthesizer it was a Korg M1 it was monophonic which basically means you could only play one note at a time and most of the time we couldn't actually get any good sounds out of it it just made strange noises but back in 1981 yeah that was the closest we were going to get to becoming Brian Eno of Roxy music fame who was a big hero still is actually And on this album I start singing a little bit more in my natural voice and uh, Ian Curtis' influence has perhaps bitten the dust. And the first track I'm going to play from it is called Sea of Green which I have no idea what it's about. I can't remember how I put the lyrics to this together. In fact, I remember very little about the whole thing. So uh, hopefully listening to the track now will transport me back to 1981 and see if it jogs any memories. (laughs) My name is Mex, M-E-X, or rather Paul Mex, but the title of the track you just heard there was Sea of Green from the Mex album Intense Living that came out back in 1981 and unfortunately it hasn't jogged my memory, I can't remember what it's about, but a lot of the lyrics in my songs back then were just made up on the spot. They were usually inspired by something that could be a, a title of a book or a passage I'd read in a book. But often the vocals literally were just, you know, sung ad hoc. Put the microphone in front of me and one take and that was it. The headiness of youth. So even though the take may not have been perfect, which you're listening there, obviously they're not. It's totally authentic in terms of uh, being spontaneous. And the next track we're going to play from Intense Living is called Lost Journey and again it's another one that I can't really remember what it's about although I think maybe it was a little bit of soul searching philosophizing what's it all about which is a little bit of a theme on this album really and even though we were in the post-punk period when this was recorded which was where I mainly hung at that point this song is quite cute in a sense especially melody wise and it's probably fair to say that my journey is still lost a bit but at least it's done with humour here's Lost Journey You're listening to and this one's introduced by here on 3CR's Planet X and my name is Paul Max and we're listening to a little bit of a retrospective of tracks from my four albums spanning several decades with somewhat of a large hiatus in between two albums and we're currently on my second album Intense Living and you just heard a track there called Lost Journey. The next track I'm going to play off of this album is a song called Full of Eastern Promise. Now I do actually remember what this is all about. I got my first job in 1979 working in a bakery in a town just outside London called Watford and in fact the bakery is called Don Miller's Hot Bread Kitchens which was actually started by a chap called Don Miller ironically and Don Miller was actually uh, an Australian chap and he went over to England and made a big chain of bakeries and it was really successful in the late 70s early 80s and I don't know if uh, the chain just went bust or he sold it on or whatever happened but that was my first job and whilst I was working at the bakery, there was this really beautiful girl who worked on the counter selling donuts and cream cakes. Her name escapes me, but her beauty will stay in my mind forever. And it wasn't just me who recognised her beauty. She, she actually became a model. And she ended up on TV being the lady in the advert for Turkish Delight with the catchphrase, full of Eastern promise. And so one minute there she was working with us in the bakery And then the next minute, she's catapulted into celebrity stardom and on TV in the Turkish Delight adverts. One could not help but write a song about her. And here it is, full of Eastern promise, from my second album, Intense Living. I'm Paul Mex, and you're listening to, and this one's Introduced By, where the artist introduces tracks from their album, here on Free cr Playing tracks from the four albums I've made, covering the period 1980 to 2017. Old Bates were a big gap in between. And you just heard Full of Eastern Promise from my second album, Intense Living, which came out in 1981. And that was about a beautiful girl I worked with who went on to become a model starring in the Turkish Delight advert, hence the song. And the keyboard parts were played by Cliff Silver, who was in the post-punk band Sad Lovers and Giants. And Cliff will hate me for revealing this, but his uncle was a chap called Bernie Silver, who was a big gangland villain in London, England, during the 60s. All around the time of the craze and all that kind of other stuff. And I've forgotten the history, but I'm sure if you Google it, you can find out more. He got busted eventually, went to jail, as all of those big gangland villains did in the 60s and 70s. And there's no relation to my recordings with that story, other than that Cliff Silver played keyboards on it, and the gangster was his uncle. But these little tales make life interesting, don't they? So that album came out in 1981, and then my next album didn't come out until 2014. Now that wasn't because i gave up music or was incredibly lazy far from it i actually recorded thousands of tracks with other artists but really on the other side of the glass pushing the faders and recording and producing and engineering and mixing for literally everybody in their dog although there's a few big names in there i recorded people like the troggs famous 60s band kim fowley who was mixed up with the runaways and of course the uh, sadly departed george michael So it's all been a bit of an epic music journey for me and I don't think I really recorded anything of my own until 2014 because I don't think I really had anything to say and I could even argue that by the time it got to 2014 my next album entitled Dr. Jekyll and Mrs. Hyde was really a kind of therapeutic return, in fact it's working title was Midlife Crisis and I think a lot of the songs kind of echo that emotion really and we've just been talking about gangsters, well I'm no gangster. But quite a few people have labelled me Angry Old Man. So this song is actually called Angry Man. And it, it's kind of tongue-in-cheek, but there's a, a realness to it as well. Yeah, it's that where all those things in modern life that kind of cheese you off, upset you, make you angry, put you on edge. And I shot a video for this song on my phone, which you can see on YouTube if you Google Angry Man by Mex, And it's a kind of anti-video in a sense, because I watched MTV and all these artists have got, you know, Thousands of pounds and glossy makeup, great imaging, great filtering, everything's fantastic. So I did the complete polar opposite and I made myself look as grotesque as possible. I happen to be naked, although in the best possible taste. And I'm in the bath singing my song Angry Man. If you go on YouTube, type in Angry Man by Mex. If you think you're brave enough, you'll get to see what an angry middle-aged man looks like. He's Angry Man. Listening to and this one's introduced by here on 3CR's Planet X with me Paul Max talking about tracks from my four albums and you just heard Angry Man from my 2014 release Dr. Jekyll and Mrs. Hyde which in a sense was a kind of comeback album after not recording my own material for such a long time And it's an album where I had lots of my friends come in and help me out with it. And although they're all fantastic musicians, really it was a case of having people I'm close to on the record. So for example, on that song, Angry Man, the main guitar parts are all played by Gordon Russell, who some people will know as the guitarist in Dr. Feelgood. And the bassist is Colin Edwin, best known for his work with Porcupine Tree. And in a sense, the album is a kind of midlife crisis in music form with the next track echoing what many people go through during their lives. And it's entitled, We Don't Speak the Same Language Anymore. It's a kind of hybrid song really. It's not just about two lovers who aren't getting on anymore. It's about relationship with friends where you're not really on the same page anymore and maybe it's the end of a chapter with those friends. Like all songs really, it just becomes a melting pot of lots of different emotions. And there's a couple more special people in my life helping me out on this track. Angela Gregory, who's a dear friend, almost like my surrogate daughter, does the background vocals on this track. And there's some extra guitar by Louise Flenley, who's my wife's young cousin. And as usual, my four albums are available on the World Wide Web from all the usual places, all the usual suspects, online downloading platforms. A couple are available from Bandcamp, and all are available from www.mex.pm. So, here for the first time on Planet X is We Don't Speak the Same Language Anymore. I'm Paul Mex, an English musician here on Radio X and that was a track from my 2014 album release Dr. Jekyll and Mrs. Hyde called We Don't Speak the Same Language Anymore. It's an album of high emotions, a lot of soul searching going on in it. In a sense it's like an album of therapy where I was letting it all out with the next track not being any different. The song we're going to play now is called I Love You, I Hate You, I Love You. Now that's not a new phrase and again it's something that we probably can all relate to where you love somebody or something so much but then you also have moments of hate in it as well. Yeah they say there's a thin line between love and hate and it's funny how as human beings we're often irrational and so changeable but it is intriguing how we do love and hate simultaneously and here it is all wrapped up into my little song called I love you, I hate you, I love you. I hate you listening to and this one's introduced by with this week it being me Paul Mex, here on 3CR's Planet X and we've been going through a few tracks off of the four albums I've released spanning from 1980 until 2017 and we've come to the point of my last album release the one that came out in 2017 which is a little bit of a cheeky album to be honest and it's a soundtrack album that's part fantasy part reality. And they say that life is stranger than fiction. And that's certainly been the case in my world. So my musical journey has been a very bizarre and strange one. And if I had a bucket list, one of the things I've always wanted to do is to make music for an adult movie, as in the triple X variety. And although I've been involved in music since the late 70s, doing bits of everything, I've never had the opportunity to make some music for an adult movie. Although I was offered it once by the great, English pornographer bend over but unfortunately our schedules clashed and I never got to realize my dream so one set about doing a soundtrack that as I said is part fantasy but part reality so I had to do a lot of research in order to make this album which entailed watching a lot of pornographic movies from the 60s and 70s now that may sound like a lot of fun to some people but let me tell you was really hard work because what I was trying to do was find snippets from the movies that I could use as choruses or vocal snippets for the songs and music that I was composing but not only that I wanted to incorporate the actual visuals into the video productions and keep them all relatively clean so that they could be shown on YouTube which they all are however with an 18 certificate This also solved the problem of me having to sing, because as I said earlier, I hate singing. So I think it's actually better if I play you the first track off of the album, which might make more sense than me waffling on here. And the title of the album is Do You Wanna Bleep Around? (laughs) And you fill that bit in yourself. With a subtext of soundtrack reflections of a golden age of vice. And this opening song is called Far Bleep Out.
2: (laughs) Hey man. Far fucking up.
0: I'm Paul Mex here on Planet X playing some tracks from my latest album and that track was called Far F'ing Out from the album Do You Wanna A About? and it's a part fantasy part reality album all the snippets of dialogue are from genuine adult movies and I've constructed the music around the words and made them into kind of hybrid songs so it's a fantasy soundtrack and it's an album i recorded alone playing each instrument individually and i tried to keep it as rough and ready and true in spirit as possible so it does still have a little bit of the punk rock feel which is where my roots kind of originated really and the next track is the title track from the album and i have to say that uh, i was very heavily influenced by the the crowd rock band Noi when i put this song together so it does have a little bit of that flavor mixed with perhaps a, a 60s tinge and this song is called do you want to f around?
2: listen now while we're waiting. <laughs> want to uh,
3: fuck around?
0: So we're coming up to the end of my visit to and this one's introduced by with me Paul Max here on 3CR's Planet X which I've enjoyed immensely and thank the station for inviting me allowing me to play songs from my four albums that i've made over the decades and the last song i'm going to play kind of brings everything full circle as i said at the top of the show i was kind of energized to get up and have a go properly after witnessing the sex pistols in london in 1976 and it's been a fabulous journey since highs and lows of course in fact i actually said to the sex pistols bassist glenn matlock years later i first saw you in 1976 and it changed my life however not necessary for the better I was being ironic. He humorously got exactly what I meant. And replied tell me about it. So it's fitting that I should end with this track. From my latest album. Do you want to F around? <laughs> a fantasy soundtrack album. If you want to have a deeper delve. Take a look at my website. Www.mex, that's M-E-X, dot P-M. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening. If you are fed up of me rabbiting on. This song will sum it up. In true punk spirit. I'll bid you farewell. And here is. Sick of this shit.
4: Sick of the shit I get at home,
3: at school, no more. Dying tomorrow there's gonna be some big changes.
0: Hi, I'm Paul Max, a music producer from England. Please support Community Radio Free CR and find out more at freecr.org.au.